This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Cosmider of The Athletic. Covers the Denver Broncos, a good friend of the show. I've had him on before, and the Broncos are sitting in an interesting spot where a lot of mocks have them taking a quarterback. Some have Oregon's quarterback, Bo Nix, landing there. Others, including Nick, have this quarterback, and Nick joins us now. Nick, good morning. Thanks for hopping on with us, man. Uh, What's the draft coverage been like for you? Are you just at a point where you want the draft to be here already so you can stop doing mocks and stop doing the hypotheticals? Well, good morning and thanks for having me. Yeah, I think we always all get to that point um, seemingly earlier and earlier each year given uh, just how much how much we as a kind of a public writ large get inundated with, um, you know, all kinds of assessments, speculation about this process. But for me, I'm, I'm actually sort of enjoying being able to dive into these quarterbacks. The Broncos, of course, haven't had a first-round pick at all since 2021 when um, they had an opportunity to draft perhaps Justin Fields, Mac Jones, but took Pat Sertan instead, and then, uh, you know, the falling off season turned around and traded all their picks for the foreseeable future away in order to draft Russell Wilson. Uh, now it seems like the Broncos are going to be moving on from him and, and are now in a position where they could be drafting quarterback, like you said, um, at number 12 or perhaps, um, you know, with a trade that moves them up into the top 10. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited actually to get down to Indianapolis next week, get the combine, start to collect some more intel and insight about, you know, how, how teams are feel, feeling about these quarterbacks. So I'm not, I'm not quite in the uh, totally uh, over it stage just yet, but uh, check back in with me in about a month. Give you two weeks and then people start going, hey, man, I didn't like your pick here. It's like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to people and trying to gather as much information. I, I, I'll get to your mock draft pick. I, I, it's really interesting going through. I loved the, what the Athletic did here with beat writers from different teams. We kind of do a similar thing during the draft, but you mentioned Russell Wilson. Uh, that Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, it, it felt like for many, I think going into last year, this is the match made in heaven. They, it feels like he's been flirting with wanting Sean Payton for a couple years. He gets his wish. Season doesn't go right. Even in the midst of people defending Russell Wilson, I I felt like I was kind of alone, Nick, in saying, yeah, it's very one-sided. One half they're scoring six points, the other half they're scoring 20. The numbers look fine, but it doesn't look, it looked clunky to me. Where are they at with Russell Wilson? Is this a done deal that they're going to cut bait and move on? How does and how, how does all that work financially for them? Yeah, no, I, I think your point is well taken, and, and I, that was my assessment as well. Of like, you know, some people pointed to the numbers, right? Twenty six touchdowns, eight interceptions. Um, you know, obviously a big increase in his completion percentage over a year ago. Um, but but there was no real consistency with that offense. You didn't go into any single game thinking, hey, this offense is going to put it all together, and that's why we're going to win. They weren't able to consistently strike any kind of balance on that side of football, and what really rankled Sean Payton is their inability to score in close. They they were bad in the red zone. They were particularly bad in goal-to-go situations, worst in the league for most of the year, 
And, and Sean Payton historically has put a lot of that on his quarterback, right? It's, it's not just about what you do statistically. It's, it's how well are you guiding the offense as a whole. And there was just too many times where the Broncos, if they weren't uh, benefiting from their defense producing a lot of turnovers like they did during that five-game winning streak Denver had in the middle of the season, then they weren't really, um, they weren't really able to overcome a lot of their own inefficiencies. And so I think all those things, being what they were, the fact that Russell Wilson was benched for the final two games of the season, the fact that, you know, he made very public the fact that he had been asked uh, to change his contract in October, and when that didn't happen, he was threatened to be benched. The NFLPA got involved. The league got involved. Um, so it, it was a situation that, that turned messy. And while both sides had said, hey, we're open to, to kind of having this, having this, you know, reunion, we're open to having Russell Wilson here for year three, I think there's just far too much um, that would have to be overcome, um, things that would have to be sort of worked out in order for them to move forward with Russell Wilson as their quarterback. So I think he will be released within the coming days and weeks. Um, you know, obviously they have to do that before March 17th or his 2025 salary of $37 million becomes guaranteed. They obviously will want to avoid that if they are going to move on. So what you'll have is an $85 million dead money hit for the Broncos. That would be double the previous record that was Matt Ryan when he went to the Colts. Um, so we're talking about a substantial dead money hit. The Broncos, because of the size of that hit, would almost certainly have to post June 1 designate that cut, meaning that they would split that hit over the next two seasons, would probably be $35 million this year, uh, $49, 49 million and change in 2025. Um, so, you know, you're looking at two years of, of, of really significant dead money. And it's why the Broncos – are in this mix for a rookie quarterback, right? The best way that you can hopefully um, deal with that situation is to have a quarterback who is very cheap as drafted quarterbacks are relatively speaking. So that's again, why they're in this mix. They will also be in the mix for, um, you know, kind of those lower end free agencies, free agents who would be playing on, on kind of like a prove it deal, the Sam Darnold's, the Jameis Winston's of the world. And of course they already have Jarrett Stidham who started those final two games last year. So, a lot of different directions this could go, but but I do think they'll move on from Russell Wilson. Nick Cosmider, our guest here, covering the Denver Broncos for The Athletic on Twitter, at Nick Cosmider, 2023 Colorado Sports Writer of the Year. So congratulations on that. I know I'm a little late to it, but congratulations on winning that award. Um, the mock draft is interesting. I'm always fascinated by it, and you you participated in this for The Athletic, and in it you have a hypothetical draft, Denver going from 12 to 9. And there's a name that I've seen and, and heard a lot of the, you know, the draft pundits bring up. And I've, Nick, I, I've, I watched a ton of the games and I'm like, I don't get it. What am I missing here? You have Denver taking J.J. McCarthy, a name that is shooting up a lot of mock drafts, a name catching on with teams. You go through why or what's interesting about it. But I want to ask you, I know the season's busy. Did you get any time to watch J.J. McCarthy in Michigan during the year? What did you think of him when you watched him versus what you've learned or what you've seen about him since the season ended? Well, as, a, as, as the dad of a toddler, I, I have to say that, um, you know, my Saturdays, the, the one day off in the NFL schedule, <laughs> I typically didn't sit down, um, quite frankly, and watch all, all of J.J. McCarthy's games. Obviously, Good for you, you know, by the way. Good for you. <laughs> you watch Ohio State. You watch, you watch the Alabama game. You watch the Washington game. And, you know, I think my, my takeaway of this was like, listen, he's playing for a 15-0 team, a team that's really good. Um, and they're in situations where the defense is trying to sell out to stop this phenomenal run game. And that gives him a lot of advantages. 
But I'll tell you what was interesting yesterday. We were on a conference call with Daniel Jeremiah, the great uh, you know scouting draft mm-hmm. analyst for the NFL Network, and and he had something really interesting to say because you know he to him. J.J. McCarthy, he called him an acquired taste that a lot of people are starting to acquire once they really dig into the film. And by that, he sort of meant, look, we know that he, w- he benefited from a lot of things, but there's still situations you start to look at, namely third downs, third and mediums, third and longs, where you, you go in and you say, okay, he, in, in these situations, he's got to be the guy that gets it done, a lot of the red zone stuff. And he came away really impressed as he dug into that stuff with, with what he was able to do. He has a strong arm. Um, completed a lot of crossers in college that, that looks similar to something that you see in a, in, a pro, uh, in a pro scheme. It's not as if he was just kind of bubble, sc- bubble screening you all the time. So the, the other part of it is, guys, he just turned 21 last month. You look at a guy like, um, you know, like Bo Nix, who turns 24 on Sunday, there's a difference there. That, that kind of that means something. J.J. McCarthy is still a pretty young guy. Um, and, and so I think teams are, are gauging that potential a little bit with him, and, and that's what's making him a little bit more attractive to scouting eyes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I know Harbaugh's his guy, but I, I loved that Harbaugh left, went to the Chargers and instant was like, he's the best quarterback in the draft. He should be the number one pick. It's like, okay, Jim, he's, he's going to get drafted. He's not going to get drafted number one ahead of Caleb. What is your read on Bo Nix? I, I, you have McCarthy today. You, we're living in a world, too, where Denver taking Bo Nix wouldn't surprise you all that much. What have you heard about Bo Nix as a prospect and potential franchise quarterback? Yeah, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, he's in, the, he's in that group of six that, that I think a lot of scouts you talk to say, like, could, could start and could start early um, in the NFL, right? Like, and it was interesting going back to, to Daniel Jeremiah yesterday. You know, a lot of people talk about, yeah, you had the, the time at Auburn. 
and 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 he's 24 years old and, and all those sorts of things he sees the adversity that he sort of went through in in having the Auburn situation and then getting to Oregon and you know a lot of people forget his first year at Oregon was good but but the fact that he took such a significant step um, it doesn't matter what system you play in or where you are when you complete 77 and a half percent of your passes and throw 45 touchdowns to three picks like you can't ignore that you have to be doing a lot of things right and so I, I definitely think that he's a guy that, that people are, are high, definitely high on the floor, right? Like he's going to come in. He's going to do what you ask him to do. He's going to be solid. And, and I, I think that will ultimately give him a really good chance to be a first-round pick. You know, Field Yates, for example, just had his the other day, had him going 20th to the Steelers, a team that's going to be kind of in a similar situation to Denver in terms of looking for a quarterback in a lot of different different ways. So, um, yeah, I, I think he'll be a first-round pick. Right now, as, as I would gauge it, I, I would see 12 is a little bit early for him. But one thing that Sean Payton said when he was doing kind of the tour de force at Radio Row at the Super Bowl was, if I love a QB, if we, if we really fall in love with a guy, I don't care where other people think that he should be selected or, or the heat that I would potentially get for drafting him at a, at a different spot. Um, so, again, if, if he has those sort of qualities that, that a team really just attaches to, it, it wouldn't be a shock to see him get drafted in the top 15 or so. Nick, I'll get you out of here on this, man, because I do appreciate the time a great deal. I know a lot of our listeners who are following Bo Nix and a lot of the prospects from the Pac-12 love hearing this, too. Is Denver in a position, assuming they get out of the rust thing, which you say that they will in the coming days or weeks, is this going to be rookie quarterback steps in week one and they just see what this is with a rookie quarterback, or is this a – sit a rookie quarterback for half a year, maybe a full season, roll with somebody else and let the person learn. What's the approach you think Sean Payton and the Broncos will have, whether that's Knicks or McCarthy? Are we expecting day one starter from the rookie quarterback? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And I think they've, le- they've left themselves open to, to a few possibilities. Obviously, with having Stidham, he was a guy that they went out last year in free agency and signed pretty early, gave him a two-year deal with a decent amount of, of guaranteed money, which was a surprise to some for a quarterback who had started two games in the NFL after being a fourth-round pick in 2019. Like, really didn't have, you know, a, a lot to go on, and, and they thought highly enough of him to give him that kind of contract. So he's a guy that's in the building that will have his, his, his second year in this offense. Um, there's, a, I think, a, a fair chance that he's, he's your starter, regardless of what they do going forward, at least at the beginning of next year. But I also think that they'll explore, again, like an economical option in free agency, be it a Jameis Winston, obviously, who Sean Payton has experience with in New Orleans. And now you're in a situation where you say, okay, we have Jared Stidham, who's been in this offense. We've got a guy like Jameis Winston or even Sam Darnold, who we know can play in this league. Now we leave ourselves really flexible when we get into the draft of like, hey, if, if we've got a chance to get that guy that we want, we can go up, we can get him, we can move on from one of our other veterans. And if he's ready, he can start. I could also very well see them using that scenario and then, and then kind of trading back in the first round, uh, acquiring some draft capital that they've, again, been just so depleted with mm-hmm. because of the trades they made for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. And so now you're in a situation where you say, hey, maybe we move back. We got Bo Nix. We'll let him, we'll let him uh, you know, kind of develop a little bit uh, to start this season. Um, so, again, I see either scenario, not to punt on the question, but they, they do have, I think, multiple options that they can – they can go even if even if like kind of the big splashy one might not be out there. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I, I love the coverage that you do, man. You do a great job covering the Broncos, and I enjoyed the mock. Thank you for hopping on with us this morning. I really appreciate it. Get back to your toddler, and uh, we'll continue to follow the coverage on The Athletic. All right, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.